King William style, which is called Gormne now. So the name has changed to Gormne. So I am pastoring a church that is called Victory Vineyard Ministries. Victory Vineyard Ministries. It used to be called Good News Christian Church, but the Lord spoke to us in 2019 to change our name. To, so we changed our name to Victory Vineyard Ministries. It has been a journey, as Wayne, as Wayne has said. Thank you, Wayne. And Bev for having me in. Thank you so much. It was a, I didn't think I would preach here today. I never planned that I would be here. But I knew that I can't say no to him because <laughs> the last time that I came here, I didn't tell him it was a big deal with him in Babalo. So I said, this time I don't want to be in the wrong side with Wayne. <laughs> so I just want to come in and just share whatever that is in the heart you know, of the Lord this morning. So I come from King Williamstown. It's a capital a town of, of the Eastern Cape, so where the legislature is, uh, we run a church there, and also during the week we are running a conferencing. We we we, we rent out our facility, you know, to you know to is a, is a conference. That's so the government uh, people come and do their meetings in our church, you know. So so we 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 meet the premiers, we meet the MEC quite a, oh, you know because they come to our church. So the kingdom is advancing. And, and we thank God for that opportunity. But it has been tough during COVID because the business was low, because we're not coming. So we suffered a lot, but I think everybody suffered during COVID. Um, but here we are. Um, and I'm so honored to be here and to see all your beautiful faces and handsome faces uh, this morning. When we were just worshiping here, I, 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 I just was reminded of the name of the church, which is Hillside. And then the scripture that came on my mind was Matthew 5:14. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Amen. So you are on a hill. And there is no way that you can be hidden. Because you are a lighthouse in this territory, in this community. Therefore, there is no way that you can be hidden. Whether you want it or not, your light will always shine true. But as I was, as I was waiting on the Lord to say the message for, for today, you know, for the past three, three weeks or so, I've been pondering on the, on, on, on the subject of us being followers of Jesus and, and, and intentionally following him, you know, willingly following him you know, giving our all to just follow him. You know, and, and as a journey with the Lord, as we get saved, sometimes we forget about, you know, this whole journey of being followers of Christ. It, it just becomes something so nice that I am saved and I'm born again and I go to church and it is nice. But, but there is power in following him. You know, there's power. So I was led to go to Mark chapter 8, verse 34, and also Mark 1, verse 16 to 20. Let's start with Mark 1. I like reading the scriptures. I, I just enjoy. Mark chapter 1, verse 16 to 20. And as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then Jesus said to them, follow me, 
and I will make you become fishers of men. I like the become. I will make you become fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and they followed him. In verse 19, and when he had gone a little further from there, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the boat, mending their nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with their hired servants and went after him. So we we see two, two kinds of people, but they are both fishermen. They are in the fishery business, and they meet this man. Maybe they never heard about him, maybe they knew about him, but immediately when he said, follow me, they left everything. They left their business, they left their provision, you know, they left everything, you know, and, and they follow him. James, I like verse 20, it says, James and, 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 and John, they left their father, Zebedee, they left their servants, and they went after him. Those things were important to them. They, those things were so dear to them. You know, their father was dear to them. Their servants, they worked with them. Their business was dear to them. But when they met the master, they left everything and they followed him. It's like Jesus who left the comfort of heaven and he left his father and the glory of heaven and the beauty of heaven and, and, and he came on earth and he came to be a baby, and he landed in the womb of a a human being, his creation, a person that he himself created, but he he humbled himself and and, and sat in that womb and became a baby and grew in the womb and came for you and I. He left everything. He left the glory of heaven, and he came. He came for us. So so what what I love about this, 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 this scripture is that Jesus is calling them to come. You know, Matthew 10 verse 1 says, he called them first to him and then he sent them. Here it says that he called, he said, follow me, I will make you become. There's a following, there's a making, and there's a becoming, and there's a doing. There's you in, in, in whatever context you are, whether you are in a business, whether there is you living a place of comfort, living a place of glory, living a place of whatever, and following this King of Kings and, and following Him wholeheartedly and intentionally, you know, and the intention is to be made to become like Him. So, so, so the intention of us following him is to become like him. Is to take his image and to take his likeness and take his nature to become like him. And then we can do things like him. Amen. And sometimes we run to do things not in his image and not in his likeness, but we are able, just because we can. Just because I can. But, but the first thing that I, I sense the Lord, you know, imposing in my heart, and I've been preaching about this in, 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 in the church where I'm leading, is can we become 
Can we allow him to make us? Can you allow Jesus to, to make us and remove stuff in us? And remove stuff in us. When we were worshiping yesterday there at, 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 at the conference, I sensed the Lord was saying to us, you know, the kingdom wants to break through and want to break forth from us, but there are hindrances within us. One of it is the religious spirit. That, 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 you know, the Pharisees, Jesus was around them, but, but they, they were busy. They knew about the Torah. They knew about the law of Moses, but they missed him because they were, they were holding on to the law and what things used to be and what, what things must be, and they missed the kingdom in their midst. It is possible that we can miss the kingdom whilst we call ourselves born again and saved, yet we miss Jesus. And we are saying the kingdom wants to break through and wants to break forth, but the religious spirit is standing there and says, I don't want things. I'm, I, I, I'm comfortable in the way we used to do things, and I'm comfortable in the way we used to worship, and I'm comfortable in the way we do church. But, but God, the Lord is saying, no, in this season, allow my kingdom to break forth and to break through. Allow me to work in you and change things you know, that we are familiar with and who I used to, allow me to make you into my image, into my nature, into my likeness, so that you can become like me and take my nature and take my likeness and become like me. So that whatever you do outside there, whatever you're doing, fisher, you know, being fishers of men and whatever you're doing in the marketplace, you know, you will be like me and represent me in the marketplace and become like me. I always like the story when Peter was denying Jesus that people will say, even the way you, you speak, you were with him. Even in his place of compromise, but his language was this one, was one with him. Even the way you, the way he speaks, in three times I was saying, I don't know this man, but you know, his language was saying this one was with him. And Jesus wants us, you know, as the church in the, in, you know, in the latter days, you know, that we, we take up his nature and we begin to look like him. Not talk about him. And, and just we say enjoy again crosses and I'm, I'm adding crosses. We, we, we just don't talk about him, but we become him. We represent him. We become the light that shines so bright that even the unbelievers will begin to say, what's different about you? Who are you? And we begin to tell them about Jesus. The joy of serving him, the joy of knowing him, the joy of allowing him to make us. Mark 8, 34 says, you know, he called all people to himself, even the disciples. And he said, if anyone desires to follow me, let him deny himself and carry the cross and follow, follow me. There's a denying of self, allowing ourselves, you know, to die to us. to die to me 
and my desires and my wants, but to be alive to his desires and his will and, his, and what he wants to do in us and through us. And sometimes what hinders us is the pain in our souls. We have been broken so much. And his love, we're singing about it this morning, that his love comes to give us hope. His love comes to give us healing. His love comes to deliver us. But sometimes the issues of our souls are choking that love not to come forth and bring healing in our souls. And family, this morning is calling us to a place where he's saying, will you allow me to make you become? Become like Christ, not become like Pastor Lindiwe, but become like Christ. The standard is Jesus. The image and the nature is like to be Christ-like, to be like him. To manifest him and demonstrate this, this kingdom wherever we are, in whatever sphere of society we are, whether you're a housewife, whether you are a working, whether you're a business person, but whether you are working an employee, but this kingdom wants to break forth. Christ wants to be seen and to be known in us, in our lives, in the way we do things, in the way we become, you know. I, I like this part of becoming, before doing. We run to do without becoming. We like doing. And when we are doing, we mess up because people say, if you are a Christian, you, you can't behave like this. In our doing, we, we, know we, we mess up because we want to do without us being made into his image. That's why we have people who are, you know, making people to eat grass and, and, and drink petrol and do all the nasty things because they never allowed themselves to be made into his nature, into his image, that they represent him well wherever they go. They become him wherever they go. You know, when, when, we, when, when, we, when we get married, you know, the Bible says, a man shall leave his wife, his, his father and mother, and, and cleave to his wife, and they become one. And there is a living, and there is a cleaving, and there is oneness. And sometimes we see when the couple that, we, we see when we're looking at the couple that no one has left anything. We come to this marriage with a baggage of my father never did this to me, my mother never did this to me, and we come into this marriage, and it's a fight, it's a struggle to become one because of we have not left anything. We came with that baggage into this marriage, and this marriage becomes a war zone because we never left. And now Jesus left the comfort of heaven to marry us and to become our husband so that he can give us his identity, so that we can become one with him, so that we can have his nature and his identity, so that we can become one with him, but we are refusing as his bride to live stuff behind and come to become one with him. We are still holding on to the world and the things of the world. We are still holding on to the hurts and the pain and the things that have hurt us and those, those things are, are, are blocking us not to become one with him and marry him and be one with him. He left the glory of heaven. He left everything. He didn't have to come here, but he came so that he can marry us and become one with us 
And as he has left everything, we're still refusing and resisting to leave that stuff, the world, and come and become one with him. He's calling us his bride into oneness with him. He's calling us his bride into a place where we deny ourselves and, and, and do things like him, you know, and manifest him and manifest the kingdom of God. Because he came to demonstrate this kingdom and how things are done. He came, you know, to show us the nature of this kingdom, the, the, the culture of this, of this kingdom, you know, the lifestyle and everything else. But, but what, what we do, we just come into this kingdom at the door and we remain at the door and we refuse to explore this kingdom and begin to know this kingdom and begin to be one with him. So this morning, my encouragement is that may we come to the place of becoming true followers of Jesus. It's good to, to, to you know, to be saved and, and, and go to heaven someday. It is good. It is lovely. But may we allow him, as we are living on this earth, to make us become like him so that we can do things like him, with him, so that we can, we can be one with the master. So this morning I have this message. I don't have much. I asked uh, uh, Wendy and George, how long can I, can I minister? He said, no, uh, you know, uh, 30 to 45 minutes, so I don't want to uh, speak long. But I want us to catch the message. The message is, can we intentionally, hillside vineyard, follow Jesus? Can we intentionally allow him to make us and remove stuff from us? Second Corinthians 6 verse 17, 18 says, come out from among them and be ye separate. Do not touch anything that is unclean. And I will make you my sons and daughters. Amen. Amen. Come out from among them. Come out and stand out and become like him. I'm pursuing that myself. And it's a challenge to say, can we do that? Can we come out from among them and be separate? and become like him. Amen. amen. I like amen. You know, in our culture, you know, we get, when you say amen, you know, you, you preach more because they are saying amen, then they are pushing you forward. Can we become like him? It's good to talk about him and preach about him. We can, we can write volumes of everything and talk about him. But becoming like him is something, is something else. I was reading Wayne last week, and I was reading Mark 7, you know, in, in Matthew 7, the church where there, there's scripture about the narrow road and, 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 and very few. But the last part that amazed me was very few ever find that narrow gate. I was like, Lord, why very few ever find the narrow gate? Why is there very few? What, because all of us are saved, all of us are born again. But what, when you are saying very few ever find that gate, what, what, what does that mean? Why are we not finding that gate? 
And that was saying to me, it's because you are, you are, you are refusing to deny yourselves and, and follow me wholeheartedly and leave things and leave people sometimes and, and just follow me and, and, and know and trust me that I have, I have your life in my hand as the potter is making the clay that I will make you whoever I want you to be. I just want to make you to become like me. So I think the, the, the reason why we don't want to go, go to that narrow gate, we don't want to be made. But it's painful to be made. Where I have to remove things and leave things and follow him. I don't want that. I want to come with everything, my boots and my bags and my suitcases and come into this kingdom. And, and, the, and the door is narrow and I have to take the luggage away and put it aside. And I don't, I want this luggage. I want this husband that hurt me. I want this, you know, everything that ever hurt me. My mother, my father hurt me and all those things. I want to carry them into this gate and I can't enter that gate unless I let go of those things. Let go of the man-pleasing spirit, wanting to the approval of men, the fear of men, and everything else, and, and standing out and say, I follow him wholeheartedly. Wherever he takes me, I will go. Whatever it costs me, doesn't matter. As long as I am in him and he is me, I choose to follow him. Whatever is going to cost me, I choose to follow him. We don't want this gospel to cost us. We want the luxury. We want everything to come so sweet. It's like we are cruising in, a, in, a, in you know, we want, we want the, the champagne and the cocktail and everything else and say, sometimes we have to let go of those things and drink water and just follow me because I want to make you to become like me before you run to do things for me. That's why, that is, that's why he says, in those last days, you will say, I prophesied, I cast demons, I that in your name. He says, go away. I never knew you. Because why? We have been doing this thing for him. The motive is wrong. We want to be seen. We want accolades. We're not doing these things in him and with him. We do these things for him and for ourselves. Not because we want, we, want, we want his glory to be seen and we're not doing these things for him, you know, with him and in him, but we're doing these things just for ourselves so that, but, hey, Lindo is a good preacher. Lindo can do this. No. If he's not glorified, then it's not for him. It's not, it's, it, it, I don't have to be there. He needs to be glorified in my life. If he's not glorified in my life, then I must keep quiet and, and, and just sit there. His image and likeness must come into my life and manifest in my life. My character, his character must manifest in my life. We all have gifts, but the issue is character. We are all gifted, but the issue is character. All of us can prophesy. All of us can heal the sick. All of us can raise the dead, but the issue is where is the love of the Father? Where is the character? Where is the compassion as we're doing that? So he wants to give us his character. I was saying last week, I think the other week I was saying in, in our church, you know, sometimes when, when somebody's correcting you and you say, no, you can't tell me, I'm like this. You take it and you leave it. 
I'm like this, and I'm saying, you are like what? And you are like whom? <laughs> because you cannot say, I'm like this. You, you take it or leave it. You are like whom? You are like whom? Are you like Jesus? Is your character, is my character, is our speech, is our, is our actions, our behaviors like Jesus? Can your husband or your wife testify that I live with Jesus? <laughs> can your children, can your children and your neighbors say, you know what, we know Jesus. He lives next door. Can your colleagues at work say, we know Jesus, we work with him? Can our neighbors say, we, we know Jesus, he, he just lives, or she lives next door? He starts at home, goes to the community. So let's shine for Jesus, hillside. We are a city on a hill. Let's shine for him. And as we stand, Wayne, can we stand? I just want to pray.